Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running Podcast. My name is Liz, and I will be your host. Today's episode was totally unplanned and going to be a very interesting one to talk about. I don't think that I was really planning on ever making an episode like this, but I think with the year that we had last year and this year, it was just something that was sort of inevitable, especially living in London. So just sit back and relax, and we'll just jump into the episode. All right, welcome back to another episode. Today was actually meant to be a guest episode that I was going to share, but I will now share it next week because as you can tell by the title of the episode, I did test positive for COVID. And like I said in the intro, this was definitely not an episode that I ever really envisioned making. And I had said that I, it was kind of just, you know, I expected to catch it at one point or another because I live in London, but I want to preface and sort of correct that by saying that I think especially with the lifting of restrictions in July this past year. I just think that things have totally changed in London and there are just so many people who aren't masking as much anymore. And I'm someone who used to be someone who liked to go out. And I think I've spoken about this before in a lot of my episodes around slowing down and just the changes that I went through in the past year. And I think now I'm a much more low-key person. I mostly just go to work. I obviously am training for the marathon and other than that, I you'll just catch me at my local grocery store, but that's about it. I'm not a very like clubby bar person. I mean, I used to be, and I think I typically would be if I was drinking, and I think that that also plays a big factor in this, but I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't go out very much, and so this was kind of like a shocking thing, I guess, for me. I think obviously with the state of the world and the increase in vaccinations, but then also the introduction of the Delta variant, there are just a lot of different things that kind of play into this. And I really can't pinpoint and tell you how or where I caught it, but I think it genuinely just comes down to the fact that we all need to be reminded that it is still something that you can definitely catch, even if you're double jabbed like me. And I just think that you can be as careful as you want, but I think at the end of the day, it just, it really has to do with so many other factors. And I am just really grateful that my symptoms weren't too bad. I genuinely, I think the worst thing that I dealt with was my loss of sense of smell for a few days, but it's slowly coming back. And I've been doing something called spell training. And it's this thing that I read up on where you literally for like 20 seconds a day, like train your nose with spices and things like candles and just things that you like to smell. And I've slowly been sort of training my nose to smell again, I guess. And it's been an interesting week in isolation. And today was my first day out and I went for a 20 mile run. And that was a whole nother story in itself because going on a 20 mile run after not running for five or six days 
puts a toll on your body. And I was very happy to do it. I was very excited. But I also just want to say that I was only asked by NHS Track and Trace to quarantine for a week because my symptoms technically started the week before, though I had tested negative. And so I think that, again, just another reminder that COVID can obviously sit in your system and what a lady on the phone from NHS Track and Trace was explaining to me is that it can sit in your system and until it actually like becomes infectious, then tests will actually trace it and be able to like deem it positive. But I think otherwise you can be asymptomatic and it can be sitting in your system and you can be walking around with it and just not know. So I think that that was just something that I was reminded of this past week. And yeah, I think it also just kind of gave me a chance to slow down and it was a really great follow-up to last week's episode and I just want to update that I got my period and I'm very happy about that but I genuinely think that because I was like in my home for five days just working doing really light living room workouts I think I really just gave my body a chance to chill out and obviously I was able to sleep in a bit more because I didn't have to get up early to run before going into the office because A, I wasn't going out running and B, I wasn't going into the office. And so it was genuinely an okay week. And I think that it was good for other elements of my life, but I think obviously just to keep other people safe from COVID. Really quickly for listeners that don't live in the UK, how it works here is you basically are meant to be taking a lateral flow test at least like once a week or just often enough to kind of check in on yourself and make sure that you don't have COVID and you can get those for free from the NHS. And then basically last Sunday, I went to the flower market with my flatmate and I realized that I could not smell her lavender. And so we went home, I took a lateral flow test, I was positive, she was negative, and we both went to go and take what's called a PCR test, and this is like an in-person, on-site sort of test, and so, and then we got those results back 24 hours later, again, I tested positive, she tested negative, and so at that point, the government is informed that you've tested positive, and so NHS Track and Trace will call you and basically just make sure that you are staying home during your isolation period, and it's kind of nice, they like check in on you kind of like every other day, and it's kind of nice to kind of just talk to someone, but they also sort of talk through where you've been in the past few weeks and who you may have come into contact with, and it's it's all kind of just to stop the spread, obviously, and to keep people safe, but there is sort of more, more of a system here in place compared to when I'm talking to, like, my family in the U.S., where I think it's more of just, like, an individual system where like if you test positive you should stay home and you should tell people but there isn't really anything within the government that's like mandating that I guess if that makes sense but you could I guess you can technically do the same here if you were to take a lateral flow test and test positive and just not tell anyone I mean obviously that's terrible and like you shouldn't do that but I think that there's just a little bit more of a system in place here and obviously there are countries that do it even better but I'm not going to dwell on that I will say one of the symptoms that I did have technically in the week prior where I tested negative was body aches and like muscle aches. And I totally and wholeheartedly thought that this came from marathon training because just a few days to prior to feeling this, I had did a 17 mile run on the Friday night and then I went and ran in a relay race on Sunday and PR'd my time and got like 
yeah, the fastest time that I've ever run four and a half miles in. And then Monday, I ran five miles. Tuesday, I ran eight miles. And so by Tuesday, I was just like, this is totally just from the running and the overexertion and just feeling like exhausted. But apparently that is like a new symptom. And so there are all these sort of different symptoms that they had me kind of go through and tick. But I was just really surprised to read through some of them. And I think the whole premise of this episode is obviously to A, serve as a reminder to, you know, obviously test yourself often and be safe and get vaccinated. But secondly, obviously, what does this mean for marathon training? I think, well, I think upon reflection today, when I finish my 20 miles, I really think that when I look back on this week, there is a younger version of me that was anorexic, that was really depressed and was just wanted absolute control over every element of her life. Five days off of running would have freaked me out. And I think the healthier mindset that I have now is something that I'm so proud of because I truly went into this week. I remember when I found out that I tested positive and it was confirmed with the PCR test. And I genuinely just thought about it and I said, you know what? I've had a really tough and really full on month at work. I am ramping up the mileage with marathon training. And I think that my body is just, I mean, I made a whole episode on it last week and I didn't get my period last month because my body was just so stressed out. And I I think like obviously a I should isolate because I was positive for COVID and I should, you know, obviously isolate myself from others to keep others safe. But genuinely, I think I was really happy that I just had this week of like more rest than I would have normally given myself because that is definitely an area of life that I really struggle in. And it's something that I'm definitely working on with my therapist. I'm just not a very good person at resting. And I'm a very go, go, go person. And I used to be very go, go, go about sort of the social aspect of life and drinking and partying. But now it's just all very like goal oriented between work and running. And yeah, I think I'm genuinely very happy with the fact that I was able to let myself rest because that's something that I would have never done five, six years ago. And I'm just really proud of sort of the mindset that I'm growing into and the healthier mindset that I'm creating for myself. And I'm genuinely not very pressed about marathon training. And like I went out today and it was it was a little bit tough. And I mean, 20 miles is going to be tough regardless. But I think it was mostly tough because I haven't run in almost a week. And I've just sort of been doing like living room hit workouts by Sarah's day. And they're great workouts, but definitely was doing some different kinds of movements that I haven't done in over a year and definitely had kept me sore most of the week. And so I think I was definitely feeling that today. But I think I'm definitely looking forward to next week. And I'm looking forward to getting back into a running routine and implementing that back into my mornings. But I think, yeah, I guess I wanted to make this episode just to say that I think I'm obviously very lucky that my symptoms weren't as bad and that I'm not suffering from anything long term so far, knock on wood. But I just think that I, you know, I'm really looking forward to these last three weeks of marathon training and I'm really going to look to put in my all. But I think that I've really learned over the past two weeks in the past month how important rest is. And I think obviously as we go into flu season as well, I think it's just 
so important to listen to your body and so important to listen to its cues because it will give you cues around when you're feeling exhausted, when you really need rest, your body will crave rest, it will crave, you know, an hour more in the morning to sleep in, it will crave, you know, it'll tell you. And I think that some of us are really good at ignoring those cues and sort of pushing past our limits. But I think it's really, really important more than ever to listen to those cues, to rest when we need rest, and to just, you know, give ourselves a pat on the back because we don't need to be going at 110% all the time. All right, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. I will leave a link at the top of the show notes for my fundraiser for Boston Children's Hospital. I'm running with the Miles for Miracles team and the London Marathon this year, which is just around the corner on October 3rd. I am so stoked. Next week, I will be sharing a guest episode that I did with a guy called David Richmond. It is such a cool episode and I'm so excited for you to hear it. But in the meantime, feel free to follow the podcast on Instagram. It's just at resiliency and running as well as TikTok. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.